If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Morning DNA. I am Aaron Dyson, the man of single black shirt. She is the Nayus, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what today, September 5th, 2022, Labor Day is made of. Labor, Um, a conversation we won't be halfway owing. Not that kind of labor, Danae. Not that kind of labor. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. No problem. How are you? How's how's the weekend? How's stuff? Ooh. Well, um, does it's Iris good. have school today? No, she does okay. not have school today, so she's staying at Nana's house right now. Oh, so I can you, get Nana. some work. I know, right? Thank you, Nana. <laughs> um, man, I had a cra- I've had a crazy week because I decided to do several things that I felt needed to be done. Some of them were necessary. Some of them were entirely unnecessary. Um, that includes reorganizing my entire office, cleaning my entire house, things like that. So I've been mm-hmm. very, very, very busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it sounds like good stuff. Like it's the kind of stuff like when you're done, you're like, yeah, I did stuff. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's some stuff in life you've spent a lot of time and energy on. And at the end of it, you're like, I don't even, there's nothing that to was look useless. at. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to look at and go, oh, that was worth it. Yeah. So, so like. I, I took my, this this is, I hope this isn't boring, but I, I reorganized <laughs> my entire office, right? Uh-huh. I put um, desks in new places. I took parts off of one desk and put it on another to make it more functional. I simplified things, which all the wires came off and all the wires went back in. And then it was like plugging it back in to see if it works. It works. I feel pretty good about myself. Great, woo woo. Uh, I hope that the setup is working. All that stuff is happening. But it all prepped me for the next thing that I'm going to have to do, which is what you're talking about, Aaron, that no one sees, which is like the deep organization of paperwork. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that's the stuff I'm talking about. Where no one knows how long it took you to get no. through those piles of things that need to be addressed. the room looks exactly the same as exactly when you started. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, that's next. I mean, and by next, I mean, I'm going to put it off as long as I possibly can. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame but, you at all. But it's good. Like, I, I feel really good. In fact, I was going to try to show you a picture of my kitchen, but I cannot figure out how to share it right this second. Okay. But I I did the thing where I was satisfied with my kitchen being clean. But then I thought, well, what if there was nothing on the counters except for what I absolutely need to have on the counters? And mm-hmm. that spiraled into a three-hour-long reorganization. Reorganization, baby. Oh, I love so, it. I love it so much. It's definitely not spring, but I'm doing some springy, cleany type stuff. It feels really good. It feels good. But, you know, and Iris is here, too, like full-time over the weekend. And so it's like she's kind of helping, and I'm having to figure out how to, you know, feed the child and also accomplish goals. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so. I that that countertop thing is probably the bane of my wife's existence because <laughs> she will place something on the counter and I'll be like, I need a three page written thesis on why this needs to be on the counter at all times. You know what I mean? Like it's that's the feeling I give is like if I can find somewhere else for it other than the counter, uh, I'm going to I'm going to put it somewhere. So. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Michael said, I actually love rearranging my apartment. It's oh, it always takes a long time, but it's worth always worth it, even if it's less efficient setup. It takes it takes an effort for sure. Oh, Jagged, your wife got into the mood too to clean. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's just something in the air. You know, it got cooler. I think temperature wise, it's like 20 degrees cooler right now mm -hmm. uh, yeah. in this area than it has been for months. And maybe that's part of it is I kind of... <clears throat> Like, all right, now Fall I cleaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like I'm adulting in a new way, and I'm proud of myself. But I'm also <laughs> my mom. She was asking how Iris was doing with school, and I was like, I mean, so far it's great, but it's only week two, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. this is all gonna fall apart. <laughs> I think I reached out to you the other night, like at uh, I don't know, like eight thirty, nine o'clock, and you were already in bed, and I was like, "Whoa, look at today!" Getting I was sleep. exhausted, exhausted, <laughs> and I needed a nap the next day. What is happening to me? I haven't like I haven't been playing my uh, my outlet, like my gaming outlet lately. Mm -hmm. There's I, I wasn't feeling well on both Tuesdays. It's like, oh, I'm not feeling well, so this is not something I can do today. Mm -hmm. But I haven't. I just literally have just been doing things. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't, it kind of reminds me of nesting, mm -hmm. Sure. you know, yeah. but it's more, per, it's like more for me. Like I want to walk into my office and be like, heck yeah. I want to be in here for eight hours. Let's mm -hmm. go. You know, yeah. so this is, this is the thing. <laughs> this is welcome. Welcome to looking around every room and going, Hmm, that could be better placed. Hmm. That hmm. could clear that off. Hmm. Here's what happened. <clears throat> If you've ever read the book, if you give a mouse a cookie, you know exactly what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. So I kicked something. My my board for my microphone and everything is underneath the table. The table is my desk. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I have a kitchen table that I use as a desk. So I like a lot of like surface area. Mm -hmm. I kicked something underneath the table near enough to the important equipment that I thought, oh gosh, I better check that out, which turned into unplugging a cord. Once I unplugged the cord, it's like, well, I might as well unplug this cord, you know, this big yep. mess back. And then it just, it snowballed. Uh, and then I couldn't figure out why my microphone wasn't working after that. So then that snowballed into, well, if I'm gonna have to just completely move everything, I might as well do this. I sat back and imagined it in my mind. I was like, well, I might as well just do the whole thing. And so hours later, I have a brand new, I have a brand new setup in my office. I, I, I think I'm liking it so far. So we'll see. Yeah, no, it seems to be working. Uh, I had my uh, wife's parents were in town for the week and uh, that was a ton of fun. And they, uh, they actually were staying right next to where the studio is, where I record. So last Monday, during the entire booger conversation, oh, apparently no. they were <sighs> just, they had to leave the room. They were like. <laughs> so they could hear me as well? Or they were watching the show? I don't know if they, I, I don't know if they decided to watch the show because they could hear me. And so they decided to watch the show or whatever. But um, And but so yeah, you decided to break it up. up again. Great. That, that just, it just cracked That's me up. That's funny. They're gone now. There's, no, there's gone. nobody there now. Gone, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was it was a conversation that we definitely <clears throat> did have. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yes. 
Thank you. Yes, I find it, was. it really interesting that there's so many people in our chat, which by the way, podcast listener, if you haven't had a chance to watch us live, please join us on Twitch. Uh, there's a really wonderful audience that um, joins us and friends and family and all kinds of things that kind of pile in. So, And if you don't do Twitch, there are other options as yeah, well. Facebook and YouTube and mm -hmm. Twitter, I think you can watch mm -hmm. us on Twitter. So all of those places you can kind of tune in from wherever is comfortable for you. But the chat usually is happening on Twitch specifically. Here's one from Angry Ostrich who says, I cleaned my car, apartment, fridge, oven, dishwasher, and bathroom yesterday. I had crazy energy. Now I can barely get off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holiday weekends are for cleaning, I guess. So that's what happened is I kind of sat back and was like, okay, I can make myself stop this and leave this now partial mess, partial mm -hmm. project and get back to what I was doing previously or I can ride this energy out and just see where it goes and hope to God that it doesn't take weeks to fix because, you know, mm -hmm. with equipment, you never know if something's going to take, oh, I got to order something else now. So mm -hmm. you got to ride the energy when you have it. Yeah. I don't. So, yeah. Um, I, I have wow. projects I could be doing. Um, speaking of Chinchilla Zil saying, move the monitor to the other side of the desk. I have, time. I have all of, uh, you know, like this this equipment here to do a install for a shelf underneath my table so that i can move my keyboard down to where it's more in yes. line yeah. with my hands and i just like i just i would come down i would look at it and i go hmm, not today not today <laughs> i'm not feeling today it not today today's mm -hmm. not the day um real monkey you should see the stacks of boxes still in our spare room slash office after almost a year of being in this house slow process mm. redecorating the lounge just finished with the skirting boards it's a lot. Mm. When when I moved into this house, we moved right at the start, at the apex of pandemic shutdown. And so it was like lockdown time. So it took us three weeks to get through all of our boxes and six weeks to have everything in the boxes put away. So we took everything out and had it out like in an annoying fashion. So we actually did pretty good. Um, I still don't know how we managed to do that, but I think it's because we didn't have, we couldn't have anyone over. Yeah. It was just, it kind of helped in that way, but we did also didn't have any house projects to contend with. And if we had house mm -hmm. projects, that would definitely change our timeline. Yeah. Be yeah, kind sure. to yourself though. Don't, don't be comparing yourself to other people. You got, you got to do it in your own time. Yeah. And for your own reasons too, like that, that's the other thing I think <clears throat> that happens, especially when you're growing up and your parents are kind of defining your idea of what clean is. And I know for some of my boys, when they were in the house, they didn't want to clean their rooms because we were telling them, this is how you have to clean your room. And then they get out of the house and they're like, oh, here's what happens if you don't clean. And yes. then, then it's like, oh, so this is for me. And it's like, oh. yes, we tried to tell you this isn't for us. We don't even look in your room hardly. <laughs> this is so that you have an environment that's, mm. you know, safe and fun to live in. Um, I just want yeah. I want Iris to know where things go. You know, so right now she has her own drawer for kitchen stuff. So if she wants to get herself a snack and she needs a bowl, she goes over and gets her own bowl. So that way she has her own kind of world that she's crafting. Now I want to teach her how to take it from like one part and put it into that drawer so mm -hmm. that she always knows where it goes. And this happens with her toys. Sometimes she'll say, where is such and such? Or my, my such and such toy. I'm like, well, where did you put it last? And she'll have to sit down and think about it. And when we go to put things away and she kind of grumbles about, oh, okay, we got to put things away. I remind her, well, then you know where they are. 
Um, mm-hmm. It would help if I stopped reorganizing for her and kept moving things. <laughs> I admit well, that. There, there is also the thing of you want her to put things where you say they go. Mm-hmm. And so like she has maybe her own ideas or will develop her own ideas of where she wants things, where she wants things to go. And so then you just kind of have to make that piece with, well, that doesn't make sense to me. But if it makes sense to her brain, I guess we can try to do this or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Parenting. Yeah. It's parenting. It's a thing. It's I a love, thing. I love the conversation going on in the chat right now between Chinchilla Zill and Angry Ostrich. Chinchilla Zill says... Ostrich won't let me clean because I do it wrong, so I stay out of her way. And then Angry Ostrich replies, Chinchillazil, you cleaned the countertop with Windex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. To your point about putting things away where the child wants to, there are many ways to do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are some. No doubt. Like, understood things that make it complicated like you know windex for countertops windex doesn't necessarily clean the same way Mm-mm. it may nope. actually harm if you have glass countertops, countertops depending maybe super great super great but technically did it do the job maybe you know mm, do you want to eat off of that windex countertop <laughs> probably not <laughs> but you don't know until you know you don't know until you know. you know. I, I do remember the first time I, I did dishes after we were married, uh, I did them and put them all away. And uh, my wife later said, did you use soap? And I said, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I, I, I mean, rinse them and put them away. Like, how many times have I been like, did you actually apply soap to help mm-hmm. remove the particles from mm-hmm. that dish right. or bacteria? Oh, I'm just spraying hot water on it. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. just rinse, just rinse. not maybe some things can be rinsed yes, yes but not indeed. all things can not be rinsed. All things indeed now uh, i don't rinse anything i just put it in the dishwasher jagged so. coming to chinchilla's defense hey windex works for everything didn't you see my big fat greek wedding <laughs> yeah uh yep. angry ads watching chinchilla zil clean gives me anxiety there are some things that when you're in a relationship you just realize like i need to be in charge of this mm-hmm. so and then yeah, you kind of have to do that math you have like, to figure out what yep it's, what's which is worse it being done not the way i want it to be done or me mm-hmm. having to do it every time yeah now there is there is a pot i'm not going to get into couples counseling here but there is well, let's also do it. let's do oh, it oh god <laughs> but there is something too about like i remember one of the biggest arguments i had with justin was about a uh, a scrubby for the sink like for mm-hmm. dishes yeah like it really mattered to me that it went in the same place every time so i knew where to find it and it really mattered to me that I, it went there because then it meant it wasn't sitting inside of like gunk because mm-hmm. then the next time I went to go use it, I'd be like, okay, but is this just saturated goop that I'm just mm-hmm. now spreading on this other thing? Right. And so it helped me to know, okay, this is this has gone through the system and it's mm-hmm. okay. And I just wanted him to adopt my system. <laughs> I, like it didn't seem like a lot, but it was a lot. And then we ended uh-huh. up getting into one of our biggest arguments over that freaking sponge. Yeah. Uh, I remember standing in the kitchen and being like, put the sponge on the right of the sink after it's been squeezed out. <clears throat> I think it's one of... Like, have we uh, had this conversation before? You're really passionate. I'm like... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, genuinely think it's one of the most difficult parts of 
even just like interpersonal communication is just the idea of really understanding how differently our brains operate and how differently we see things and having the patience and empathy of for another human being to go, okay, uh, let's try to see it from each other's ways and to understand where those like sticking points are, where the walls are, where's what's the, you know, nope has to be this way or I yeah. cannot live here. Like, right. And, you know. and sometimes it's like, you know what, this is obviously important to you. So I'm going to make an effort to do it your way because mm -hmm. I don't care, but you right. do care. Uh -huh. and those are weird conversations to have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ah, relationships. Uh, JCD says, I remember once I accidentally, note, accidentally, as in not intentionally, <clears throat> used furniture polish trying to disinfect a countertop. At what point did you realize that you were <clears throat> polishing rather than disinfecting is That's my amazing. question. That's pretty amazing. That is, yeah. It's a very, very polished This countertop. is important. Let's end here with Angry's message that says, to be fair, at least he tries. And it's really cute. Aww. Oh, yeah. That stays cute for a while. <laughs> Until it turns into a sponge incident. And then right. it's like. Until it's not oh. cute anymore. And then it's like, you know what? At some point, start doing and stop trying. Let me reveal my angry side to you. Oh, please do. That's what the sponge was. It was the. It was the angry side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I really want to show you this image, but I don't know if I can show it. Let's see if I can save it or something. I'm gonna try to show you guys. I want I want to brag on my clean kitchen. Can I do nice. that? Yeah, please. Okay. Hey, listen. For what other reason do you have a show where you can go live to dozens of people? Dozens, except, except to show them your uh, your very clean kitchen. Okay, so I need to put this where I can pop up a picture. So is that an overlay? No. Uh, oh, you're uploading it instead of yeah. just sharing it from like a browser window? Because you can drag yeah. a picture into a browser window and share it from there if you want. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, if you're I going to, definitely, if you're I mean, gonna I upload it, it would be- I know how to do that. No, you, no, I for sure. <laughs> you could do an overlay. I definitely it would just cover know, us up. I super know how to do that, you know? So let me just show you how well I know how to do that. <laughs> let me impress you with my knowledge it's like whenever i'm streaming and i'm like i just want to remind everyone i am not a professional streamer mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay 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 i think i can do this share my screen here it is ready guys Ta -da! oh wow that's amazing. I cleaned it. I polished it. I scrubbed it the only thing that's different now is up here on uh, on this counter see these mm -hmm. trays yeah. Justin is 6'6". Six, six, I'm 5'5". Five, five. That is horribly annoying to me. And they actually are supposed to be down here in the cabinet, but they get up here. So I... Mm. I, next, I next time I'm over, I'll grab those if, if Justin no, hasn't I, grabbed them. I, I We climbed up and got them. Okay. All right. It just when I took this picture. <laughs> so that's my bragging picture, guys. That's my... I just okay, wanted to so show as you soon the work as I, I did. As soon as I look at that, you know, the first thing my brain wants to do... Oh, no. <clears throat> the first what? thing my brain wants to do is move your Google Home down to the countertop level and off of the paper towels or whatever like That's put it on that corner towel or whatever that is like you know that put it more like in the corner that is a light and we can do that but i like it there and we could talk about why okay and we're going to compromise you, okay because I, I care and you don't care as much as i care <laughs> and that is my sponge <laughs> 
also it's your house not mine i was just <laughs> telling you like how my brain works and that's that's one of those weird things is like i like stuff uh on the level and in the corners like that's just yes. like that's how i like it there's a couple things i might absolutely switch around the google mm -hmm. the, that google thing is is one of them that i'm like oh so mm -hmm. I started that cleaning project at about 7.30 in the morning, and I took that picture at 10.53. That's how long it took me to get nice. every single dish done, every single thing put away, wipe all the counters off to as close to perfection as I dared. It's amazing. And, and I considered waxing part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I got to stop. I, yeah. I need to eat. Yeah. Thank you for letting me share that. Podcast listeners, just imagine a kitchen that's clean and be proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you are you ready to shoe an actual dough? Let's do it. All right. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to do the DNA and you will have a D topic and a topic and as many U topics as we can get to. If you are live and in the chat, you can put your U topics in the chat at any moment. Please put a U at the beginning, a capital U at the beginning to grab our attention so that we can save it for later and answer your question, comment uh, or whatever. But Danae, what is the D topic for today? So I I hope this doesn't sound braggadocious, but I really wanted to know uh, you guys to think about this with me because it's really powerful. I want to know if you can think of a time when you, uh, somebody took your advice and then they thanked you for yeah. it. So I had a situation come up over the weekend that I wasn't expecting. I, I got a DM on Twitter from somebody who launched a podcast after get, giving uh, getting advice from me. And I think it was like maybe in a show capacity, sort of like this, where it was maybe like in the mm -hmm. questions and right. So I ended up like just sort of talking about what my thoughts are on launching a podcast and it actually moved them from thinking about it to doing it. And they were really grateful. And I just sort of sat there. I was like, oh my gosh, I think I gave a good piece of advice. That's exciting. Like, and somebody mm -hmm. is doing something that they're passionate about and that they're excited about and it's bringing them joy. And somehow I played a little part in it. But advice is strange because sometimes I think we stop ourselves from giving advice uh, because we don't think we don't know better or maybe it's scary to give somebody advice because you don't know how they're going to take it. But uh, it feels really good when someone comes back around and says to you, like, I did that thing that you said to do or I tried this and it worked, mm -hmm. whether it's a kid in your life or a spouse in your life or a friend in your life. Um, I think it's important to remember that even we, like, we don't have to be like the most professional people on the planet to give good advice and have people take it and be able to advance in their in their personal life. So anyway, I was I've been thinking about this a lot over the weekend because uh, it's a very passionate topic right now for me. Chinchillazil says, oh, oh, I have a good one. Pick me, pick me. Actually, they, they didn't put pick me in <laughs> they, there. They didn't uh, say that part. Uh, Ostrich was super crabby the other day. I told her to go <laughs> eat something because she was hangry. She did and immediately became her sweet self again. Okay, see, someone mm. took your advice. That's an immediate payoff too. That's mm -hmm. good. That's good. Yeah. Not that's exactly a, what I mean, but yeah, you know. It's a little bit of a little bit of a backhanded compliment there too. <laughs> <laughs> kind of maybe egging like, yeah. angry Austin to John uh -huh. just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, that's up to you how you want to do that. Yep. Uh <laughs> Medina says, I talk and give advice a lot. Whenever someone mentions my advice was helpful, I never remember what I said. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. That was my first response. I've had that happen too. Yeah. I was like, what did I say? And so they got back to me and they said that like the specific piece that kind of moved them forward. And I was like, well, yeah, all mm -hmm. right. That feels mm -hmm. good. That feels really, really good. Uh, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Seen Elizabeth in a while. Uh, Hope hi. you're doing good. Uh, does work advice count? 100%. Uh, 
I encouraged someone to talk to our head of HR about changing something about something, and she did it, and it actually worked. Nice. Ooh, I like the something something part. <laughs> yes. It's like, I'm not going to get into details here. Not at all. Uh, oh, man. An example I was thinking of in my life, I have that like... Uh, my life's been interesting in that I have given advice professionally for most of my life. And I've been in a couple different careers, but like they all involve some form of giving advice. For instance, I was a youth pastor for uh, a long time. Lots of advice given there uh, to those teenagers. Uh, I have been, you know, as a movie critic, I'm giving advice about movies. What we do, we often give uh, advice to people yeah. uh, publicly on the radio or on the podcast or the live stream or whatever. Um, but the one that immediately jumped out to me was as a youth pastor. Uh, I came back to one of my former teenagers' weddings, and at the wedding, he pulled me aside and said, I just want you to know one of the, the uh, most important things you ever told me was that you don't have to do something to know it's not good for you. You don't mm. have to try something to understand, you know, uh, that it might not be possible. You know, yeah, something that's that a hard need. one to learn without it's someone a hard, telling you. It's a hard one to learn, but he said he took it seriously and he thinks he avoided some things in his life that, you know, that possibly could have been roadblocks or problems or a little bit of pain or whatever. And I was just like, wow, that's that's really cool. And I think part of it was my own story, too, is that I did make a lot of choices not to do certain things because I didn't want to get distracted from, you know, being healthy or, or whatever the case may be. And so, um, you know, because there, there is this thing we do with teenagers sometimes where it's like, hey, you're a teenager, you're going to try everything, you know, just be safe, go try it, you know, and it's like, well, not necessarily, you're still a yeah. human being that's making your own choices. Like if, if you want to make yeah. the healthy choice every time you can, like, that's not impossible. Uh, and I think that really stuck with him that it was that's actually awesome. possible that he made could make healthy choices and uh, and so yeah that's that was an really good one. advice yeah uh, so. I wouldn't have listened to that advice <laughs> well <laughs> there's a reason but, we there's a reason we have that image of teenagers like but it's, it's not good an easy advice thing. and yeah. and if I would have listened to that advice <laughs> man the trouble that it would have spared me yeah. because I'm an experiential yeah. person I'm sure. the kind of person that decides to rearrange the entire office without considering the impact of it because I. <laughs> You know, I have to see it. I did get the measuring tape out once. Progress. Progress. Measuring um, tape helps. The measuring tape was very helpful, especially since I was going to lift something and haul it across the room to see if it fits somewhere. I was like, you know, maybe I should measure that first before I mm -hmm. put in all of the effort. Uh, JCD says, I will say I have used the you questions here to get advice mm. and I have always appreciated it and felt better about the situation after the fact. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I'm very, we, very glad. You know, we we try to be careful to say, you know, we're in no way uh, professionally uh, adequate to give any kind of, you know, medical advice or anything. I ain't got no education. <clears throat> we are here as friends. And, you know, if you as, as our friends have things you want our opinions on, you want our advice on, we're more than willing to give it understanding that we are we are humans who haven't necessarily studied those things or have the the training or the because it's really easy for people to put on the expert hat when you know talking about stuff and i think that can be dangerous and i don't want you to think we're putting on expert hats we're putting on friend hats and talking through stuff right today am, am i fair in saying that like i i think uh, you know yeah, i wasn't listening what? okay fair enough fair enough <laughs> Yeah, we, we would definitely, we need a disclaimer, <laughs> I think is what you're saying. Yeah. I love this yep. one from Jagged who says, when my kids finally listen to me, I'll let you know if they ever say thanks. <laughs> they will. 
They will. Um, yeah, my kids are getting to that age, too, where as a parent, that's another role where I've given a lot of advice is as a parent. And oftentimes you don't hear the, oh, thank you for that advice until much, much later. So and that's starting to happen now. So, yeah, that's nice. I remember mm -hmm. telling my mom, thank you and her crying and being like, well, I'm never going to say that again. <laughs> no, that's a good emotions. thing. It's a good cry. No, it's oh, that's terrible. Right. That's right. You don't like emotions. No. So. God, who likes They're emotions? They're so important, though, Danae. They're so valuable. <laughs> um, and, and shout out to Tyler. It was Tyler that I gave the advice to. I'm glad you're thankful. And the podcast is called boy meets world recap podcast if you're oh, nice. interested i mean nice. it's not called boy meets world it's actually called like dad tyler i go ahead and like shout it out it so that is we can a it up. boy meets world recap podcast it is a boy meets right. world recap podcast from the perspective of two dads who are revisiting the show uh scene by scene moment by moment to try to extrapolate some like wisdom and insight from that show specifically because they're passionate about that show and that was the advice that i gave is um if you want to do a podcast, think about something that you could talk about that you're very passionate about. Find somebody else who can also talk about it passionately and then have fun <laughs> like because people will listen to passion. Real Monkey's hitting it on the head with what I was trying to say. So many toxic. I'll believe it. Beep. Well, I was just going to oh, say BSers. Uh, uh, so oh, many no, toxic. I'm, I'm so many toxic. <laughs> we, got, we got this. Oh, wait, you have a little beeper thing, don't uh -huh. you? Uh, no, I don't think I have a. Uh, you, you don't have a beeper wait, on your on. on your board. Do I? Do come I? on, come on! You gotta have a beeper. This is the time to use it. No, I don't. Beep. I don't. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll do <laughs> it. I do have a record scratch. So oh, many toxic. Okay. So many toxic <laughs> on social media <laughs> spouting unsolicited advice. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get followers. I like it. I like it. Uh, no, seriously, but but they're right. And uh, and they say they are dangerous. And th that is what I'm trying to say. I don't want to like there's a level of humility we approach this with where we say we're just talking to each other from a place of trying to discover truth because so many people on social media, so many people on podcasts, so many people are proclaiming from soapboxes things as if they know they are true, like that they have some sort of special knowledge, that they have some sort of authority on things. And that is, I hope, never the, the feeling you get here. Uh, because this is a place of discovery and humility and mm. coming at it together. So, yeah. Yeah. We don't know what we're talking about most of the time, <laughs> but we do like that you guys are um, enjoying it. Uh, Real says, myself and Mrs. Monkey are, are rewatching Boy Meets World. I'm also listening to the Pod Meets World podcast. Well, this one's called Dad Meets World, and you're our dads, I think plural, Dads Meet World. So, if you want to try that one out, I think there's a few episodes out already, so yeah. enjoy nice. it. And that's my topic for today. Uh, thanks guys nice. for sharing. I'm. I hope it encourages you to continue to share your your knowledge with people because it does impact us. But take all advice as a way to reflect on yourself because sometimes you'll seek advice from people that you want to hear what they have to say because it's going to validate what you want to do already. So just remember, like advice is something that you listen to. You absorb it, think about it, reflect on it, and then decide what of that advice makes sense for you. You don't have to take all of the advice. You can take the thing that makes sense to you that you can apply and then you can put into your life and then move forward from there. So, man, critical thinking, man, like it is it is the skill right now. Currently, if the question were what is one skill you could give to every member of humanity, 
uh, critical thinking would be high on that list for me right now in the moment we are living in. The idea of being willing to really explore what you believe, why you believe it, and to be open to being wrong. Uh, yeah. And it is it is unfortunately less and less something that is rewarded in our current culture. So, um, yeah, and that goes into so many different avenues. Um, but, yeah, yeah, critical thinking. Uh, all right. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Pass on the back some more because we like to feel good about ourselves. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Ready for the eighth topic? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, happy Labor Day in the United States. Uh, what is the most interesting reason you ever skipped coming into work? Uh, what is a I'm not going to work today story? Now, could be an I'm not going to school today story if you want. But, oh, Danae. Danae, Danae is having a moment where she's like, do I share? <laughs> I am overwhelmed <laughs> why are you overwhelmed what just happened that was amazing i skipped like 80 percent of school my senior uh -huh. year sure so yeah so the school like, stories i didn't want to go to school i didn't want to go to work i don't even remember my reasons it could have just been like i don't feel like it today so i've got to like think about what was one of the ones okay you know like there's so many to choose from that's like yeah. asking it's like asking someone to you know that that has been collecting shoes for 20 years to go in there and pick their favorite pair like you can't do like it's gonna take a minute <laughs> you gotta go in there and think about it right but that person could probably go in there and tell you stories about every single pair of shoes and why when they purchase them why they purchase them what they but mean that's to not them the question it's the most interesting <laughs> reason it's the most interesting well, pair pick one of and shoes. tell us about it I will once I like it's literally as if I've been hit with this wave of like, hey, Danae, how many times did you skip school or whatever of importance? Mm -hmm. It's like a barrage of, mm -hmm. of examples. I am I am underwater. With I thought, am legion. So. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. That's a lot. Well, let's, go, okay. let's go to some other people. Why you can you can yeah, like yeah. allow me, yourself to, yes, to formulate. Uh, Tyler says, uh, I skipped all my classes one day in college so I could drive into my wife's college and propose to her. Luckily, she said yes. That's a great reason to That's skip. That's a good one. Well and, done. And I think it's important to say we're not like we're not coming from a place of judgment here either. This isn't about. Mm -hmm, oh, I'm going to judge this you? snot out of you guys. <laughs> Chinchilla Zil says I skipped work once because I was at a friend's bachelor party the night before and woke up in another state. <laughs> That's a story. That's a guys, movie. <laughs> guys, I'm not coming into work today because I'm, I'm in California. In, I'm in Arizona right now. <laughs> I, don't I don't know how I got here. <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. Wow, we see the same thing at the same time. Oh, we do that sometimes. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, Doc says, I have no interesting stories. It's just, I'm not going in today. Screw work. <laughs> that kind of how, that's, that's my vibe. That's what I'm feeling. Like, I'm sure you guys would be like, there's stories in there, but do I remember them? No. Slab says, my parents let me skip school to try out as an extra for Twister. I didn't get it. Uh, uh, that's an amazing reason to skip, to go on a movie tryout. That's great. That's fun. Um, so did you take one today? I, there's too many. There's too many. I it's you're asking me to list and rank all of them and then come up like do you? It's impossible. Well, what's, the, what's like an interesting thing you did when you skipped school? Like what did you you know skip school or work to do? Uh, listened to music in the car, smoked cigarettes, went through a <laughs> drive-through for a lunch instead of this lunch cafeteria. I knew the security guard so well that he would high-five me on the way to my car to skip for lunch because he knew that I would come back and sometimes even bring him a snack because <laughs> they knew that I was leaving. And then I would come back. Here's what I want to tell you guys. I don't want to tell you my skip stories. I want to tell you about what would happen. I would come to school uh, because my, my day started later in the day when I was a senior because mm -hmm. I didn't have to go for a full day. By the time I got there, everybody would have already arrived to school. And there are 15 extra spaces for the teachers, but there is no spaces for the students. So I would park in a designated teacher spot. And I got in so much trouble for this. I had out of school suspension. I had in school suspension. And every single time I said, I don't understand why I can't park in the parking lot. I'm like, well, there's no <laughs> spots for you. I was like, so where am I supposed to park? And then we had this conversation in rounds. Mm -hmm. And then I would say, well, then I guess I'll just leave if you don't want me to be here. And I would stand up and I would exit the room and I would leave the school. And then I would get in trouble for leaving the school, all to make a point. One time I decided to leave class right in the middle of a, a, my math teacher who had just called us all village idiots for not understanding geometry, which we were in a reduced math class because we didn't understand geometry. So I said, let's go, students. We're not standing for this and let a mini rebellion down to the principal's <laughs> office where we all sat in the principal's office to complain about the teacher and then i said i'm leaving because i want to go get a snack and i walked out of the school and i went to my car can we do these things anymore no is it sad kinda i mean i kind of wish we had our own agency but there's one story i'll tell you and this is the last one i'll tell you because there's so so many and i could talk about this at this speed for probably the next 20 minutes without ceasing if i really wanted to because there are so so many stories of me leaving ridiculous places that didn't need my attention but one day i decided to stay in school because i knew that something was up i could feel it in the atmosphere i have the sixth sense about teachers that are like spying on you and such and you had to kind of know your way out of the school or out of wherever you wanted to go from. You gotta pay attention to these things. And the seniors all decided, and I wasn't a senior at this point in time, but the seniors all decided that they were gonna skip and we were in the middle of choir at the time. And I'll never forget this because the only way out was through the windows. And so I was the lookout and the seniors literally one by one exited through the windows of the school and they all got caught in the parking lot. And I'm like, well, of course you're gonna get caught in the parking lot. You're like a gaggle of geese. So while they were looking one way, I went the other direction and got myself a snack. I didn't leave the school. I just left the room. That one barely counts. And those are all the stories I'll tell you for right now. <laughs> see, I knew it was in there somewhere. Uh, let's see, uh, Jagged says, I once <laughs> had to call out because we got stuck in traffic coming back from the Philly Zoo. Definitely wasn't on purpose, but I definitely didn't plan the trip properly yeah how dare you not account for 45 minutes of traffic <laughs> angry ostrich says i see up school once so i could buy pokemon crystal as soon as it went on sale it's amazing yep. you're probably well not done. the only one who skips skill uh school to buy something on release day uh let's see <laughs> um 
Elizabeth says, not the most interesting, but I skipped a class because a couple was arguing and I wanted to hear the end of the <laughs> argument. <laughs> maybe my favorite one yet, Elizabeth. That's amazing. It's like, I know I'm supposed to be heading to my next class, but this is really fascinating. I'm loving this have one. Have you ever had those moments where, have you, have Danae, I'm just curious. Have you had those mm -hmm. moments where like you're at a restaurant or whatever and like okay. the, the couple, you know, in the booth next to you is having a conversation and it's just like, what do you do in those moments? Do you lean in or do you lean out? I'm just curious. I'm a lean inner. I will listen, like I will eavesdrop for sure, 100%. I am not an eavesdropper unless I'm seeing some signs that are concerning to me about potential abuse. And then sure. I'm a yeah. show up at the table or, or I am a, now I'd have to be a little bit more like, I think I was, I was super, super bold when I was a little bit younger. Now that I would like to survive for my child, um, I might slip a note or something, you know, or mm -hmm go over and say something like sir i think your car is on or something like that and then like when that person leaves be like are you good are you good um i really love seeing some stuff on social media like there was a there was one this girl was being talked to at a car like she was walking by and this person was like really aggressively talking to her and she was kind of like getting sucked into the conversation getting closer to the car and someone another female saw it and was like there's something weird going on and she just walked up to the girl and said hey i've been looking for you took her under the arm and went away and the other one was like thank you so much i didn't know how to exit that conversation mm -hmm. i love stories like that so i will lean in if i see signs because i don't want anybody to be in a situation that they can't get out of that's you know really unhealthy but if yeah. it's their business it's their business i've i'm positive i've seen a couple breakup conversations like one was in new york i was at this restaurant and there was this couple and they were having uh, lunch or, or dinner or something at this table. And she just starts sobbing. And I'm with my friend and I'm like, uh, like we were facing their table because we were at one of those tables where like it's like the, the, the family style table mm -hmm. where everyone's at one. And so we were like literally both facing them and they were just on the other side. And it was like, we can't really break away from this yeah so we're just like trying to turn a little bit more towards each other and it was i'm sure it was a breakup but then all of a sudden i was like but what if it's not what if someone died so then he, he and i start talking about all the potential possibilities that they were having and that was a little bit like strange because we had to make it comfortable for ourselves so we went through breakup death in the family a dog situation like an animal situation mm -hmm. and then we landed on she just wasn't accepted in her college of choice that's where we landed oh nice it's good mm -hmm. that you came to a conclusion for yeah. sure mm -hmm. uh slab says <laughs> i called in late to work to watch devin win her first crown in fall guys <laughs> heck yeah that was a day man hashtag crown uh exclamation yep. point crown i mean it doesn't work in my chat but yeah, yeah that was a big day Real Monkey backs me up. Yes, always listen in. That's right. There, if, if someone is having a public conversation, there's nothing wrong with you hearing public information. You know, mm -hmm. like that's mm -hmm. that's their choice. Yeah, but there is something weird about that. Suddenly your table, which is like 10 feet away, is you've scooted your entire thing. Wait, your, are you saying it's like, weird? <laughs> are you saying it's weird that I scooched my chair over to their yeah, table? That's okay. a little strange. All right. That's a little too far for me. Andrew, uh, Android 13 just came out, the new Android operating environment, and it comes mm -hmm. with a new built-in software that's called Listen or something like that. And it basically turns your headphones into a like <gasps> hearing aid device where you can oh. use your microphone on your phone <laughs> to increase volume of spoken <gasps> conversation. 
And you're just like casually just, like, putting down your phone on different surfaces. Putting, yeah, that's right. Putting my phone over by the table, just being. Like, mm, I just need to get a better, uh, better. Oh no! Look, listen I here. left it in the bathroom. I yeah. should probably go now. Yeah, don't do that, Aaron. It's amazing. Don't it's do amazing. that. Uh, let's see. Lucas says, "I once skipped school to drive uh, my friend's dad's car. Somehow we ended up in the middle of a parade in Chicago, or it was a dream I had." Thank you, oh Ferris. Oh my God. Thank you, Ferris Bueller. I, 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 hope, I, I, I appreciate that. I hope that maybe that's actually real. <laughs> I did. I did one day end up in a parade, unexpectedly. Yeah. I, I I went to a friend's house and they were they their family had a Mustang, mm-hmm. and they had some friends. And they're like, yeah, we're getting ready to go to a like a parade where like all the Mustangs get in the parade, and they're like, if you're not doing anything, you can join. And I was like, uh, okay. So then all of a sudden, the next thing I know, I'm driving through downtown city, sitting in the back of a of a uh, Mustang. You know, the top could come down or whatever. And it's just me and my two friends sitting in the back, just waving to a crowd as if I'm important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just I don't know how I got here. And I'm just in the sea of Mustangs. It was a very strange day. Uh, Have you seen Ferris Bueller today? No. Okay. But I know what I know the premise of. Yes. um, I was being silly. But the parade thing did happen to me. That was a true story. That wasn't a movie. That was my life. Uh, it don't connect says if you're having a conversation in public, assume people are listening because I am indeed <laughs> listening. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. Uh, all right, let's move into the you question, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you got? What is something that you want to know now? Remember, this can be a conversation <laughs> you want to have. It can be advice, like we mentioned, that you want. It could be something that happened in the news that you want our opinion on. Um, whatever the case may be, anything you want to hear us talk about now is the time, and uh, we will we will do that. So, Danae, kick us off. <laughs> this isn't a question, but it was a comment from earlier. Steven says, new podcast idea. Danae just goes uh, on about a random topic for 20 minutes nonstop, and that's it. Yep. That's not a new podcast. That's every podcast today is on. That's yep. <laughs> but just twenty minutes long. That's a new idea. Mm-hmm. You know, actually like you set a timer limiting myself to twenty minutes. The problem would be I'd be like, uh, <laughs> just like that's just it for twenty minutes on yeah, a day. Yeah, it's the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Oh my gosh. Uh, Medina says, topic, if you wear shoes in your house, do you feel comfortable wearing them? I had an American cousin staying over at our house in Canada. I can't imagine wearing shoes in my house. I love this question. I think this is really interesting. Today, yeah. how did you, did you grow up with uh, shoes were just something you wore uh, around the house or did you grow up in a no shoes in the house kind um, of situation? We were allowed to wear shoes in the house, but I had friends that didn't allow shoes in the house. And so I'm always hyper aware when I go into a space that I need to look around for signs. If there's mm-hmm. shoes at the door, then I take my shoes off. Um, but sometimes I, uh, but then there's, then there's also that, but you don't have to. So then I usually keep my shoes on um, just depending on where I go. Now, when I get to like my workspace, so for example, when I've gone to Aaron's house, when we have our studio at Aaron's house, I'll go downstairs and then I'll get comfortable and I'll take my shoes off downstairs, but not up at the door. Why? I don't know. Um, but I, I'm wearing shoes right now. Um, I think depending on the day and how cold or warm it is also will change. So for you, it's a comfort that. thing. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's like, comfort. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I usually end up taking them off. I, um, yeah. I am a, I'm a uh, barefoot person. Like I will be barefoot at all uh, possible opportunities. All um, the time. Even, yeah. even when it's really cold outside, freezing cold 
ground is frozen he'll just mm -hmm. walk barefoot to go I'll get come the mail over barefoot. like i'll drive i'll drive over to your house barefoot like it's you know it's I'm not like, you you all right there sir and he's just like yeah it's great i feel great um i don't i it's not that i don't mind wearing socks or shoes or or whatever but um but i'm more of a barefoot person now shoes in the house uh i think we pretty early on were like hey let's not wear shoes in the house but it, but in america it is weird because it's not something you ever like no, I shouldn't say ever. There are some homes where people are like, hey, take your shoes off. Like, don't wear your shoes in our house. But for the most part, people are like, hey, if you're more comfortable with shoes on, wear shoes around. Like, it's we'll be okay. We know how to vacuum the carpet. We know how to, you know, uh, mop the floor or whatever. It's a, it's okay wear shoes. But, we, you know, all our we have a shoe rack now at our door uh, because we encourage our boys to take their shoes off uh, in the house, um, not track stuff in as much as possible. Yeah, but, yeah. that makes sense. I mean fuzzy slippers slash slippers are popping up in the chat i've never really been a slipper person i have slippers i just forget to put them on mm -hmm. i don't yeah. know it's i'm a weird i'm a weird person well you're you're Danae, with many things you are I'm how am i like, feeling right now it's a like moment for, to moment thing yeah it's see, so it, that it's was so random well that is one of the the most difficult things about that I had to realize about you is that you didn't make like decisions where it's like, oh, this makes the most sense for me. So this is what I will do from here on out. No, you make decisions in the moment about, hmm, do my feet feel like having socks on right now? Do yeah. my feet feel like having shoes on right now? I'm in do a I constant conversation with my body every day. Yeah. Yeah. What it's am I feeling? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm feeling an oat latte. <gasps> <laughs> do I I'm feel with, like with being at school right now? <laughs> no, I don't feel like it. No, I don't feel like it. And then so I'll you're leave in your school moments. and yeah. I'll have some amazing adventure off on the side and be like, that was incredible. And I would have missed out on that had I not followed my random idea to go do X, Y, Z today. Anyway. Yeah, and I don't, I, again, I were all so different and, and that's so foreign to me because I want everything to be a plan. I, once I've <laughs> yes. decided that something makes the most sense, that's what I'm going to do like every single time, because I decided that makes the most sense. I thought it through, I thought about it and you know, so Aaron it's... and I on vacation is something interesting. <laughs> so Aaron will be like, Hey, we're going to go to Disney. I'm like, sweet, let's go. And then leading up, he'll, he starts to get like a little antsy and then he'll be like, okay, we got to talk about a plan. <laughs> <laughs> and over the years we have a system now mm -hmm. and he knows that it's his responsibility to start the, the, we have a plan conversation. So when he is at his, I am now uncomfortable. We have to have this discussion moment. We have a discussion because I won't bring it up until it's like it, mm -hmm. he is hurting. And that's why we talk about it. He's like, <laughs> we really need to have a plan here. Okay, fine. So then we'll sit down and he'll, he, and I just let him talk. He's just like, okay, <laughs> what are your goals? Uh -huh. What are the things we want to do? What do we want to accomplish? All right, let's make a plan. And then he will map out this whole entire experience with with where we're going, especially like with Disney, where it's like, okay, we're gonna go here, 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 here. This is all gonna make sense. We're gonna make sure to do this, this and this. And I just let him talk because I know I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> but you do care. But Listen, this is it. But then in the moment, so then Aaron says, we don't have to follow the plan and I feel better. And then we get in the moment and I'm like, gosh, having a plan was sure helpful. And he's like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's incredible. We're a great team, you and I. <laughs> it works out nicely. Uh, definitely worked out. Uh, I felt good about it for like Iris going to Disney. I felt oh, that like, was great. Just, you were just great. to ask you guys, okay, what do what you, is it? what are you yeah. going to be disappointed if you get to the end of the day and this didn't happen? You know, what are you going to be disappointed? Because those are the things we need yeah. to make sure we lock into the plan. Everything else we can go do whatever. But yeah, yeah, it was great. And it worked out really, really nicely for our first time. Yeah. Anyway, 
and get yourself get yourself people who uh, push you outside of your comfort zone respect your comfort zone and then also <laughs> let them know that their push helps you too get yourself uh, yeah, a friend like that yeah uh let's see uh jagged says i suppose we should check in how many kazoo ads did you get this <laughs> week <laughs> None. I don't have any kazoo ads. Not a single one. I have not yet gotten a kazoo ad, and I'm a little disappointed because Mm -hmm. I love kazoos Mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Keep keep asking, Jagged. That's the real question. That's the real question. Uh, Aaron says, uh, Danae, my wife wants to know if you have any book recommendations. She likes young adult fantasy stuff and other basic white girl things. Okay, hold on. All right, Danae is is going to her shelves. Uh, She's looking underneath the, uh, the wooden vehicle and she has brought something back uh so she is now back okay this is my favorite book from when i was and i look this is the original book you can see how Mm -hmm. much yeah dog-eared it is and yeah the spine is this is a great story this is winter of fire by cheryl jordan i love this book i would recommend this one and it is it is young adult she's the light in a world of darkness that's right elsha is one of the quelled a branded people doomed always to mine coal to warm the ruling class, the chosen. But Elsha has strange visions that set her apart and a strong spirit that condemns her to death. Her life is saved when she is called to be handmaiden to the Fire Lord, the most powerful being on the planet. Elsha is the first of her kind to ever uh, kind ever to be so honored, and both the chosen and her fellow quelled are stunned. But her powers and visions grow ever stronger, even in the face of extreme prejudice. Yet Elsha must learn the hard way that you can't play with fire without getting burned. Gun, gun, gun. Uh, here's my little hand. This is this book belongs to Jennifer Denae Boycehausen. Oh, nice. So there's my there's my signature when I was a kid. Um, I've kept this book. I I recommend it because it's a quick read. Um, and Cheryl Jordan writes, she writes really well. And she also did a couple of other ones that I would recommend, but this one kind of blew my mind. I kind of didn't expect it and made me cry. So there's one, there's one I was just thinking about reading. It made me, I sobbed. Wow. Danae, give in to your emotions. It's amazing. This was a long time ago. I'm going to read it again and see if I can keep it in this time. (laughs) Uh, dare do says, Thoughts on Rings of Power. Janae, did you watch Rings of Power yet? Either of the first two episodes? No, I'm saving it for my sin brain. Mm, you don't want to watch it first without your sin brain and then go into sin brain? Nope. Wow. No, nope, I just, I really. That's unfortunate because I think that's going to change the way you see that. I, I would just say I, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. I was, Holy crap. I I am in love with this show. Um, It is the most gorgeous my television has ever looked. Uh, it is visually stunning. Oh, somebody has a very really nice television. Ooh. I do have a nice tea, but uh, TV, but I'm telling you that it doesn't matter what TV you watch this on. It's going to look amazing. It is absolutely gorgeous. I want to know everything about every one of these characters. Um, it is blowing my mind. I I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, it feels it feels so much like. Uh, those feelings I had when I watched Peter Jackson's original trilogy, which was just like, oh, somebody really respects and loves this world and is doing their best. So I, I love Rings of Power. I'm really enjoying it. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Yep. No, I um I love Lord of the Rings. I have lots of books back over there to prove it, but you can just take my word for it. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Um, usually what I'll do is I'll watch them through and then uh, just make notes because I can't watch anything like, without. I was brain. legit. I was legit 
thinking about having like a Sunday watch party and inviting you like like a Lord of the Rings watch party every Sunday and like inviting people over and like so that we can all be impressed with your setup. We know. That's just a that's just a nice side Listen, effect. You that's have not the, the reason board that I want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, here's is, one from Steven. I was just gonna oh. say no, no. Literally, it is the first show ever that I've been like, oh, I want to have a watch party. Like, I want to have people oh. over and watch this together. Like, it's just it's that good. So, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you question from Steven. Do you go to your state fair or any state fair? Yes, I do. In fact, uh, Iris, my my five year old. When she was think was like one and a half or two, we took her to her very first state fair, and they have like the little duck pond where you just pick up a duck and then you get a toy for the little kids. And she um, selected this hideous little green bear. Uh, it's not hideous. It's just you know it's a fair bear, but it's only you know like a few inches tall or whatever. And it's the first stuffed animal that she ever named. She really didn't want to name toys. We usually ask her. She would say she didn't want to, but she named Tatawo. And so Tatawo became like this important figure in our life. And uh, we were just talking about it because we found Tatawo in her her um, toys a couple days ago. And she wants to revisit the fair. So then we had to have the conversation that the fair doesn't happen all the time. And that was a very confusing thing for her. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we definitely go. I get a little nervous about the rides, not gonna lie, but uh, we you know, we go for the food and kind of like the games that you can play that are simple, but the the rides make me very, very nervous. The fair for me is only enjoyable if the people I'm going with are people I love hanging out with. I would never go to the fair by myself. I would never go to the fair. You don't as like hanging of, out with yourself? Like, listen, you should give yourself more credit. You're great. I'm going to hang out with myself. I'm going to watch <laughs> the Rings of Power. <laughs> like I'm going <laughs> to watch TV or something. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of fairs, um, but I do. I do enjoy the idea of like there's a community feel to them that is interesting to me. Yeah, and and I get that and. You know, in towns like this, I, you know, all fairs are different. But when you're like from where we're from currently, fairs are really interesting because there's all this stuff around it that you just don't normally see when you're more of a uh, homebody city boy like I am. Like animals, um, because like, we have our yeah. state fair like pig, best yeah. pig, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So you can actually go and you can see all the animals, too. Yeah. Yeah, so there's yeah. Lot, there's there's interesting stuff. And but we usually have like a rodeo. I would and stuff. never ride a fair ride. Ne like there's like, yeah. I, listen, if you paid me enough, I might, but it would have to be a pretty hefty paycheck for me to get on a fair ride. And so. now you know that your next question is going to be how much do we have to pay you to get on a fair? <laughs> Could be. Uh, do you have, this is from Steven, do you have any advice for saving for your first house? My wife just accepted a new job as grad nurse. Mm, congratulations. That's awesome. So now we can actually start saving for a house now. Yes. Ooh, Aaron, Boy, do I have advice. Go on. Uh, if you look at your budget and you can make it happen, shorter the term you can do on your loan, the better. If you can do a 10 year or a 15 year loan, uh, or crazy enough, a five-year, if you make, can manage to make the budget work, you are going to save so much money long-term, and you are going to make sure that you're investing the, the money uh, that you need to in the home as far as the loan goes. 
10% down is just standard. There are programs where you won't need 10% down, but if you're looking Especially to get- Especially if it's your first home. Yeah, if it's your first home, there are plenty of programs where you won't need to do that, but I kind of recommend saving up 10% anyway, because again, the more you can knock down the equity, the more you're gonna save on the interest. People don't, most people don't realize when they sign a 30-year loan, they're buying a $150,000 uh, house for $550,000 or whatever the case may be because they're spending so much in interest over those 30 years. Um, so yeah, check out the payments for 5, 10, 15. I, personally, I would never sign for a 30-year loan. I just think that's a mistake. I just think that's genuinely a mistake. Um, but um, we, did, but yeah. we, we signed for a 30-year loan and then we realized that we wanted to refinance. And so we, re we refinanced into a 15-year um, and it would be like, if we could throw everything we have at the house and then by the time X amount of time has happened that we, all that money every month is just ours to put aside for, you know, retirement or whatever else they want to do. And then you have a huge amount of equity because if you sell your house, you get all that money. So, yeah. And then the other thing is make sure you're checking that it's a uh, locked interest rate, that it's not a balloon rate fixed. or anything like that. Yeah. It's called a fixed rate. Yeah. Don't do a balloon. Yeah, or variable. Bad. Yeah, just Don't make sure it's a f fixed rate and get a good rate and, and go for it. Also, there. something else to consider is to talk to uh, credit unions instead of banks. So, especially if you deal with credit issues, um, credit unions can take a bigger look at the picture, whereas uh, banks, federal banks, they'll like have... look at just the number essentially. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so you can go to like some credit unions and they give options too, but they do something called underwriting. And so they'll ask more questions, um, but it's more of a relationship. So there are lots of credit unions. There's ones that are national credit unions. There's ones that are local credit unions. Like around here, there's a lot of farmers. So there's like farmers credit unions where you're banking with, with a group of people that kind of are all farmers. So it's really interesting. There's like lots of places that you can put your money, but you're also not only investing in your future, you're investing in a bank or um, an organization too, because you're going to be paying them. Um, interest. So all things and make to extra consider. payments when you can and make sure it's all on principle. Um, so don't actually make extra payments, pay extra on the principle. Those are two different things. Um, yeah. Pay extra on the principle whenever you can. And I mean, think of it this way. Like if you can, if you can do a 10 year, you're within 10 years of not having to pay rent or mortgage and think of how how much that frees up your, so your ability, your financial ability. So yep. yeah. Yep. yep. And even if your finances change down the line, you can still adjust that because it's not like you're just throwing money away. You're putting it into your uh, your equity of your house. So, yeah. Good yep. luck. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, and oh, I'm going to say this too. make a short list of your must haves on a house, not your wants, your must haves. And they're going to they should be things that are like pretty, pretty boring. Like the foundation isn't cracked. It's very similar to dating, right? Like it's very similar to like, you can have a list of the perfect home, but you're probably not gonna find the perfect home. So you need to know what is a non-negotiable, have to have this and And then don't understand compromise. That. Yeah. Like, especially on the stuff that's really, really important. Like don't don't get a house that has a sagging floor and then and be like, <laughs> well, we'll just fix it later. Just don't don't start off because that's a huge expense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of, we've had lots of these conversations over the years. Uh, here's one from it. Don't connect. I was in the wedding of two very good friends yesterday. What is your favorite thing you did at either your wedding or saw done at another mm. wedding? Oh, that's an interesting question. Mm -hmm, mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite things that I did at my wedding was I played non-traditional music to walk down the aisle. Um, it was wanted... weird that you chose the theme from the Red Wedding and Game of Thrones, but you know. It was it's... also weird that Game of Thrones hadn't come out yet, and I predicted <laughs> that moment. But we don't talk about that. And wrote the that. music yourself. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, they stole it from you. Yeah, um, that was one of my favorite things for ours. Um, I didn't really do anything else that was too different or like varied too too much. I did. Uh, I sang in a, a college group, and we did basically a concert uh, for everybody there at the beginning of the wedding. So, and then they had like the last song that they did themselves while I went and got ready or whatever. But so we kind of started the wedding off with like a concert kind of thing. That was fun. That was fun. Weddings. Oh. Oh. Uh, here's one from Lucas. Aaron, did you watch The Whale with Brendan Fraser? And can you talk about it? Uh, no, I haven't watched it. Um, I'm not sure when it comes out. I'm excited to, to see it. It's probably one I'll get a screener for and we'll watch it that way. I imagine. Cause I know it's going for awards conversation, but I have not seen it yet. No, there you go. Let's see. Uh, angry ostrich asks if either of you ever find yourselves in our neck of the woods, would you guest in our D and D game? <laughs> It depends on where it is. I have a rule about going to people's houses. So it would be a very, very specific set of circumstances. And that, Aaron, just for the podcast <laughs> listeners at home, is making the gesture of money. Apparently, he is willing to pay them. I can be them. bought. I, oh, can oh, be bought. Can be, uh, I have an appearance fee. Um, My short answer before the last maybe five years would have been like, heck yeah, let's go. Um. But I have um, kind of had to be careful about going into people's environments. So if you are willing to have this game in a public location, heck yes, I would absolutely show up and we would be like some Panera bread or something. And people would be like, we'd be eating like bagels and cream cheese and coffee that's just been coming out of that tap for like eight hours. And we would just be D&Ding it up and I would love it so much. And my, my fees are, are uh, really reasonable. They're, they're nominal, so. <laughs> Don't be afraid to reach That's out. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah, you need to email him. His email is <laughs> I'm being a butt at AaronDicer.com. Uh, here's a direct question from Lucas. When will Behind the Sins podcast hmm. come back? Oh, I like how you're coming over to the morning DNA for the inside scoop. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Be bold. Ask those questions. <clears throat> Anything goes. Uh, how does Thursday sound? Um, it's, it, it'll be soon. Uh, I, there is a goal to at least have an introduction to whatever season three is going to be, uh, three, right. Yeah, yeah. Season three. Did I say something else? No, nope. I was going to go four, but then I realized it's like, yeah, no season three, uh, will likely start next week, but there may be kind of a introduction this week. Um, so it's definitely in the works. It will be different. Um, I think that's important for everybody to kind of know and get in their mind. It will definitely be different. Um, All puppetry but we th- this time. <laughs> but we think uh, we think you'll have a good time. So you, you uh, won't so be able your, to see the puppets. Keep your ears open. But. We may we may have that introduction episode even before Thursday on the CinemaSins Discord. We may release it early to uh, Discord for people to check out. So uh, we'll let you know about that on Twitter probably. Yes, we'll let you know on Twitter. But something exciting that you might not know about today is today on the CinemaSins live Twitch channel, uh, Captain's Pod is going live for the very first time. So we're going to go for a live audience today, later on today. And then tomorrow, Recotopia is going on live with Jeremy and Chris. So you'll be able to watch that 
that's moving away from Patreon and onto Twitch. We're going to be doing mm -hmm. more stuff with the Patreon and stuff. But for right now, we're putting our podcasts on Twitch, those that can do part or partial or all of it live recorded. So there's some stuff to watch in between now and whenever you get the updates on BTS. But BTS is coming back. It's not going anywhere. But it's been kind of interesting because people have been messaging in different fashions to find out if everybody is okay. And that's been really, really sweet. We are all doing great. Yep. We're all great. Yep. We're doing well. Uh, JCD asks, where do you usually keep your phone? Asking because I accidentally activated Siri with my phone in my pocket. Also in the past, I've accidentally set my car alarm off with my keys in my pocket and me in the car. Ooh. Well, there's, uh, good question. Good question. This is tough because I am now <laughs> trying to keep my phone in my pocket more. Usually my phone is out. If I'm sitting down, it's out on the table. If, you know, oftentimes it's in my hand, even when I'm just walking around. But I recently saw uh, a really good, um, I, I forget what it was, but somebody was talking about the subliminal messages you send, even when you're holding your phone, even if you're not looking at it. If, if you are holding your phone, you are sending subliminal messages to the other people in a conversation with you, to whatever, that there is something else that might be uh, more important to them, right. distracting you, whatever. And it's so true. And I have really been trying to keep my phone in my pocket uh, unless I'm actively using it. Gosh, um, wouldn't it be nice if I had pockets that fit a phone? And this is the thing though, and, the, and also what, what I'm JC- I'm looking at you manufacturers. <laughs> And this is also what JCD is talking about when it's in your pocket, you know, it can get activated and in, in those kind of things. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, front pocket, front, front, right pocket is, is where I usually keep it. If I'm wearing, uh, cargos, then cargo pocket works real nice. Cause it won't really get messed around, uh, within there. But, uh, if I just have the front pockets back, I'm never putting a phone in a back pocket. That's, that makes no sense to me. I don't understand how people do that. That's so dangerous, but, um, but yeah. In my intro to biology class in college, says it don't connect. The professor had just finished explaining something when someone Siri loudly said, I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that. And at least four people said, same. So he re-explained <laughs> what he said. <laughs> nice. Very, Doc, very nice. I am with you on this. Stop fake pockets. Stop them now. I yeah. am depending. I usually have to, if, depending on my clothes, I will often have to carry my phone around. I have a very strange relationship with my phone. I've gone through seasons where I put it down, forget entirely where it is, and then come back to it later. With my job and with my child, I have this strange thing where I always wanna know where it is and I'm constantly checking it because I just wanna make sure that I don't have a message from school or I don't have a message from work. Um, so I've been working at doing something very, very important, which is with my work, getting to a place where I know that the things that I have to have my hands on are done and if my team needs me that they know how to reach me a specific way so I can put my phone down and turn off my work brain. So I've been working on that, which is a good thing to do. Um, but it's, it's taken some time for me to get to that point where I'm like, okay, I think I can let go of this for a day, um, mm -hmm. or two days. I like, I took the whole weekend. I barely checked my messages all weekend for work, which is a big thing for me. Um, but with Iris, it's different. Uh, so I have a smartwatch and I have it set to where it'll show me notifications for emails. And what I'm trying to figure out how to do is make it for just one email. So that way I know that that's my Iris stuff. And if it's a text message or a phone call, it'll forward to my watch. And then I can just walk away from my phone. That's my goal. I actually used to do it regularly and it wasn't a problem at all. But, you know, with the kid and work uh, shifting into high gear for me, I definitely 
went back into just constantly on my phone. But I was yeah. in a really important meeting the other day and I said, hey, I'm gonna take notes. So I'm gonna pick up my phone and look at my phone. I'm, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm, I'm gonna be making notes on my phone. And that is a way that I can tell the people that I'm with that I'm still paying attention to them. So, yeah, yeah. Because I, I agree with you, Aaron, it's important. Uh, quickly answer this one. Uh, Jagged says, have either of you seen the Netflix miniseries called Lost Ollie? Uh, I think you both will enjoy it. It's like a live action Toy Story. Thanks for the heads up. I have not seen it. I have so, not, um, no. So appreciate that heads up. Uh, Castro says, can you all start over? I missed the beginning because I'm in a different time zone. Uh, yeah, actually, Castro, mm -hmm. if we offer this feature yep. uh, on specifically yep. our YouTube channel, maybe even some of the others, we do offer this feature. Uh, if you want us to start over, you drag the little slider to the left and um, and we have no choice but to start over. So, That's right. Um, or so, since yeah. you're on Twitch, you can click on the uh, picture, like my picture, it'll show videos and you can click back onto this video and watch from the beginning. So there you go. I do want to say this from Steven. Yes, we will. Uh, for This is a question specifically about the podcasting for CinemaSins. Um, yes, we will be simulcasting to Twitch and to YouTube Live. So you're welcome to watch it from YouTube. Uh, and then finally, it don't connect says, how is Iris liking school? Oh, she loves it. She loves it so much. She enjoys being there. She enjoys the few friends that she's made. I'm really proud of her because people will say, are you making a whole lot of friends? And she's like, no, I have like two that I like to talk to. And, and I'm proud of her for being like, not feeling like she has to acquire a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Um, the teachers adore her. That's my favorite part is the teachers are really pleased with her natural ability to lead and they're leaning into that and encouraging that. Um, and I'm really proud of her this week because some of the little kids uh, are learning how to talk to each other using their hands, says the teacher. So like if they want something, they take it or if they want to move someone, they push them. And so the teachers kind of wrote and asked the parents to start to do some conversations at home about like scenarios. And so Iris and I have been role playing back and forth and her responses are just so great. And I wrote to the teachers and said, um, I've been talking with Iris and she seems to be understanding her role really well. But we have these books called Hands Are Not For Hitting, Feet Are Not For Kicking. There's another one, Germs Are Not For Sharing. Uh, diapers aren't forever. There's this whole series. And Butts they're are written, not for kicking. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, and they're really written very, very well for children. And Iris and I have been reading those for a very long time. And we have been obsessed with Daniel Tiger. And so there's lots of songs that she knows how to experience her frustration, her anger, and the steps to manage it healthily. And so uh, I talked to Iris that some kids don't have those books and some kids don't have those songs. So we sent those books to the school and the kids are now reading them and the teachers are really pleased. So it's like, a, it seems to be an environment where they're very open to like conversation and bringing things home and welcoming in the family. And I just, I'm having a good time so far because I'm not having to do anything super outside of my comfort zone yet. Um, and Iris is loving it. She is very independent. She walks in by herself and she like at the end of the week, she gets a laundry bag that has like her nap gear and she lug, like lugs out her backpack and her laundry bag. And she's like, Hey mom. I'm like, how was your day? She's like, it was good, but I'm tired. And I really don't want to talk about it. I'm like, okay, we'll talk later. Okay. Can I have a snack? Yeah. Here's your snack. And then later on, she'll be like, this happened today. And she'll tell me about stuff that's exciting for her. So you showed me a picture of her yeah. a couple of days ago. I was like, is Iris a teenager? Like she is so big. Like she is, 
she's just growing up so fast like it's she amazing. is she's very tall so she's only five but she is very tall like if i'm on my knees if i'm sitting kind of like on my uh, on my feet with my knees bent she's above my head now and um and yeah she's doing really really good thank you for asking and being invested yeah. in her she's having a good time and i am too well, there you go. Um, thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, so, today, do you want to raid today? You want to raid somewhere on your yeah, Twitch? We're gonna, yeah, okay. we're going to raid into Danielle Allard. She's a new musician that I just found recently. I don't think she has an ad that plays at the top, which is kind of nice because you get to immediately see. She's, I believe, playing on a steel drum right now or like this interesting like turtle shell looking thing. I don't think it's called a steel drum because it's, it's not anyway um she has a whole setup with like many different camera angles she I think she's got like an album that's just now coming out i love her voice a twitch music is interesting to kind of warble it i think for the algorithms so that things aren't rejected but um we're gonna go say hello to danielle today and i hope you guys enjoy her as always, uh, there's lots of different ways to connect with us. Um, if you want to support and be a part of Team DNA, you can do that at Patreon, patreon.com slash studio DNA. Yep. Uh, you can hang out with us on all the different uh, socials, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, that other one uh, that begins <laughs> with... <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, wherever you want to hang out with us, we appreciate it. And we will catch you on the next Monday or Sunday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. Oh,